All right, welcome, welcome. This is Jay Allen, and this is Gangster With My Health, okay, where we talk to people about, you know, the struggle they've been with, with whatever it is they're going with, and how they have kind of like changed things around in a total 180, and they are like making some amazing progress. So today we got live with us in the building. It's Sugar Incredible, and I'm going to tell you how I've been getting gangster with my ooh, health. Ooh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, cool, cool, cool. Well, welcome to the show. Uh, Thank you. You know, it's, it's good to have you here. You know, I see you on uh, Instagram. Uh, tell the people a little bit about what you do. I would just run it all down, but I think you can kind of do a better job on that. So Ooh. tell what so, it's all about. So what I do on Instagram, basically, I feel like I'm a, a motivator. I motivate people to get healthy, no matter what your goals is. If it's to lose weight, gain weight, but then we get healthy on a a mental aspect and a spiritual aspect. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Great. 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 All right. So let's let's start it off. I mean, this is like your platform to kind of like tell your story because there's somebody out there that kind of like has the same story as you, and you can basically pretty much inspire them. Definitely. Definitely. So, I mean, I grew up in Connecticut in the New Haven area. Um, like your most average African American family. You grow up on a lot of processed foods. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of that stuff is just, per se, is, is epigenetics. Like, it's just, it's in us. That's what we know to eat. Our families, our ancestors, they ate that stuff before us. So, you know, I grew up eating your, your Captain Crunch, your Pop-Tarts, okay. your, your baked macaroni, baked macaroni <laughs> and cheese, you know, all, all, all that good stuff, Salisbury steak, you know, my mom was a working mom, and of course, box foods were the easiest thing to feed mm-hmm. someone when we're living in a microwave society. So, mm-hmm. you know, and as a child, I gained a lot of weight. And as an adult, let me ask weight- you a question like, as a child, having that weight on you, especially being like, you know, a, a woman, we know sometimes, not even sometimes, a lot of times in society uh women are very criticized about the way they look and things like that and a lot of little girls go through that even at a young age so tell oh, like, tell people about you know a little bit about how you felt Ooh, definitely as a kid at a young age i can really sit here and say i got made fun of i got made fun of as a child mm-hmm. um in high school even as an adult people you know they lightweight throw jokes at you right and it it affects your mental so, yes, was I one of those people that were made fun of and it affected my mental? Yes. So, shout out to all the people that made fun of me. You made me a better person. <laughs> they look at me now. Look at me now. Okay. okay. Exactly. All right. So, I mean, how long How long did you actually carry that weight with you? When was the point where you, you kind of like Ooh. made some changes and kind of took a look at yourself? I was like in my mid-20s, maybe. Mid-20s, mm-hmm. late-20s. That's when I was like, yo, something has to, to change. I was just unhappy. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody puts up a front, like, you know, oh, I'm happy. Nah, it's it's a difference between happy and you wake up genuinely just happy Miserable. about life. Yeah, <laughs> right, it's, right. it's two different aspects. People be like, oh, yeah, I'm happy. Nah, hey, but you, you know happy. what? Listen, listen, not even that. Just also, I remember just being unhappy and then just not being able to feel like you, you're able to do the things that you want to do, you know, or not exactly. even, or not inspired, not inspired to do the things you want to do. Because before it happens, with the physical, it, got, it has to be like a, a mental change within yourself. 
you know, exactly. where you kind of whether you get fed up, whatever that is for you to get you kind of like going and charged up. So you said you finally got to that point in like your mid twenties, right? Yeah, mid twenties. Okay. I finally got to that point, and I was just like, yo, I'm tired. I'm I'm physically tired, but I was mentally just tired of not being that happy person, not doing things that I wanted to do because my weight stopped me, or not mm-hmm. shopping where I wanted to shop because I just physically couldn't fit in the clothes. You know, shopping mm-hmm. is supposed to be something enjoyable to the average, not even average, most majority women. Right. And it wasn't enjoyable to me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. And then, you know, came the medical issues. And that was like the, the big turning point for me where I was just like, all right, something has to be done. Right. I work in the medical field. I need to figure out what am I doing wrong to not be healthy. So that for me was the, the turning point when I got uh, diagnosed with endometriosis back. And I want to say about 2013, 14, maybe. Mm-hmm. It was around that. It was like early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. Before we get into the, the like the endometriosis, I want you to kind of explain that to the people. Okay. Um, for those who may not know what that is. Uh, let Talk a little bit about how <clears throat> a lot of times we see other people in our families going through different ailments and things like that. Um, but still, it's hard to uh, for us to subconsciously make that change to start eating better or living healthier, maybe start exercising, you know, just because we so we're so uh, accustomed to the tradition of the habits, you know, that we've been mm-hmm. talking things like that. So what, what was like a way for you to actually kind of break out of that? Um, I mean, with me being diagnosed and then I had a family member that was diagnosed with cancer. So Um, My aunt was diagnosed with cancer. She passed away. And for me, that was just like, yo, we got to do something. I got to do something. If I don't want my life to transpire with getting cancer and just being chronically sick and ill, I have to make the right decision to kind of turn my life around and kind of say, like, you know what? Yeah, disease runs in my family, but I don't have to be a part of it. It don't run in my family because I have the choice to change the outcome. Let me say something. You brought a good, <laughs> up a good point. You said disease, you know, doesn't run in the family. So I saw this meme one time. You've probably seen it too. I've seen some memes. You know what I'm talking about? I'm going to let you say it. I'm going to let you say it. I'm going to let you say it. It says what? Disease disease don't run in my family or something like that? It, it's a couple of memes it said, The one I saw said it's, it's not that disease runs in your family. It's that Nobody in your family runs. <laughs> that too. So I've seen like... that one too. I've seen it. Yo, it's so yeah. many memes about that, but it's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, our genetics, we're maybe predisposed to diabetes, hypertension, cancer, whatever, but somebody has to be the, the somebody gotta black break sheep in the, yeah, somebody somebody gotta gotta break be the black sheep in the family and be like, yo, we gonna eat these kale collard greens mm-hmm. with no bacon. Basically, Right. And you and you know you be like Kel to a black person, they be like, What what is he talking about? What's <laughs> honey, what's Kel? Right. Almond milk. Like right. But you know what? Like once you start really getting creative with, you know, food and stuff, like you can really, you know, I mean, I I remember when I first started eating right, I was eating pretty much the same thing, you know, all day, every day. And yeah. then then when you kind of venture out, you see I mean, it's so much stuff out there. And I mean, everybody got the damn internet. So it's like Instagram, Pinterest, it's always recipe. I mean, now wait a minute, wait a minute, hold up. 
cauliflower tacos. Now, I'm going to say this, okay? They the bomb. Wait a minute. Hold up. I tried them two times. It was a disaster, okay? Wait. My, it's, mine didn't, it's it, technique. I, I, don't it's know. technique. I don't know what I did wrong. It's mine didn't technique. have no flavor. It was straight blandy camps. Okay, okay, so did you use seasoning? Because you I have did. to think, you got to season, and sometimes you got to overly season. Well, see, I use to get the I flavor use, to come I don't, I don't use pretty much. I don't like to use any sodium. You know, if I do, I don't either. Pinch, but you know, I can honestly say, like, it just. I don't know what it. I, maybe I gotta have somebody else. Maybe it needs a woman's touch. I don't know. Something. But because I turned cauliflower into cauliflower, I'm feeling amazing it. things. I mean, I didn't like cauliflower in the beginning. I used to call it white dog shit. I was like, yo, you ain't getting me to eat white dog shit. <laughs> and people used to be like, what? And I used to pick it off my plate. But now I'm just like, yo, I can make cauliflower um, ground beef. Oh. And yeah, so I have made some dope Straight stuff up. out of cauliflower. You're going to have to share that recipe. Where can we find that recipe at, like, later on or something? Can you? you got I mean, it's definitely on my Instagram. The cauliflower nachos is okay. on Instagram. Okay. And I mean, it looks like ground beef nachos, but it's cauliflower. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right, for sure. All right, let's. Um, well, this we're gonna. <laughs> this we're gonna do. We're gonna slide into part two, and we're gonna let you get into like the endometriosis and explain. Okay. That. Basically, endometriosis is a painful disorder. Mm-hmm. Now, when I say painful. I need to put some like exclamation points behind that because that that shit like how many like ten (laughs) like like ten with a couple of mad emojis like just just all of that blowing smoke and everything it's a painful disorder Mm -hmm. where normally the tissue that lines your uterus that you shed every month it actually grows in other places. So it can grow in anywhere from outside of the uterus, and they have seen cases where it goes all the way up, possibly into your lungs. Wow. So yeah, it can affect your breathing. Um, it affects you mentally, physically, sexually. It affects the foods you eat. I mean, certain things just don't transpire with it. Mm-hmm. So. And that's the thing that pretty much prompted you to. <clears throat> kind of like get it together that's kind of like the same thing in my case um you know even before i was uh diagnosed with chf uh years ago you know i knew something was going on i knew i had some issues you know i would have some like heavy chest pains at times and things like that you know stuff i would try to ignore um so i kind of knew some stuff was going on um so that was that was kind of like my rock bottom you know Mm -hmm. they pretty much told me uh you about to die Okay, so that's like that's how they say. Like, listen, if you don't get your act together. But you know what? I'm gonna be honest with you. I truly appreciated. I had three doctors that I saw. One, I I remember all of them, but one in particular, he came in and pretty much he was just blunt. Pretty much like he was like he was like a Middle Eastern guy. He was pretty much like, I'm not gonna bullshit you. Basically, if you don't stop such and such and such and such and such, you're gonna die. That's it. You know and that's, what, that's what a lot of people need. You need that nurse or that doctor just to be like, listen, if you don't get your act together, you're going to fucking die. In yeah. layman's terms. And sometimes you got to say it in a nice way, like, but a lot of people need that healthcare provider to really, like, kick them in the ass to be like, listen, yes. this is what your life's going to look like if you don't get your shit together. And I'm right. that nurse that'd be like, yo, 
if you don't stop eating that, you know what's going to happen? They're going to cut your leg off because you don't go to circulation. They're going to do this. And they just be looking at me like, and then sometimes the family members be like, see, we needed you. Yeah, you need, sometimes you just got to be that. That hard truth. That hard truth. Wait, 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 wait. You up there getting gangster with the patients? What's going on here? Sometimes you got to. Okay. Okay. Sometimes, okay. sometimes you gotta. Sometimes okay. you have to. I mean, a lot of patients, you know, it just depends on the patient. I gotta fill out their vibe first. Mm-hmm. I gotta fill out their vibe first. And I'll be like, listen, heart to heart, like, you, you really gotta get your act together. Mm-hmm. Like, everything that the doctor done told you right. is, is starting to transpire. So, so what are we gonna do about this? But and, I, know you know, they, I know they appreciate that. Some of I know them they really appreciate do. that, you know. Some of them really do, and it it makes me feel like, dang, I really did something. Like, I'm I mean, following my purpose. Know, like, if you, but if you know the truth, is like, how could you not? I mean, even if you do and they don't, you know, adhere to it, that's cool, too. But at the yeah. same time, you know, you, you went ahead and you put it out there. Like, I did my great. job. I did what I was supposed to do. Right. Either be receptive of it or not. But I feel like as long as I did what I was supposed to do and I guided you down the right direction... It's, it's a little close for you if you take it or leave it. And I, so, I'm the same way with my family. Uh-huh. Same exact way. I'm like, listen, I done told you. I don't know. I ain't going to be that person crying over somebody's casket and all of that. Like, if I told you to get your shit together. Mm, mm. Ain't no love out there, y'all. It, it, it's not, yo. It's, it's not. Because we all got the same equal opportunity. It's yeah. just who's going to take it. We all got that same 24 hours a day. Look. Let me say this. Like Beyonce. This is a quote quote I heard from uh, David Goggins. Okay, this is what he said. He said, life isn't fair. It's fair enough. That's powerful. You know what I'm saying? That's that's powerful. Like, you know, shit might not be that easy, but you can still make it through. You can still find it fine. You can find and sit your way through that that joint. You know what I mean? Um, So the endometriosis, did they say how you caught it or like what what was, you know? I mean, it started with painful period so for most females period pain is like the worst thing ever and right. they were just like oh you know take some ibuprofen da, 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 da. and i'm like mm-hmm. nah something right man mm-hmm. i'm waking up nauseous i'm waking up sick i'm starting to have fevers i'm like something's not right so i just kept pushing on my doctor i'm like something ain't right for me to have intercourse it hurts something is physically fucking wrong mm. and then she sent me to a specialist and they were like listen we can it's no test it's no mri we can do we just got to do surgery to see what's there but it sounds like you have this thing called endometriosis and i'm just like all right so what I, you know i know y'all got to do surgery i i know that when, when we doing the surgery because we don't right. try all my options of different birth control and the killer for me was when my doctor told me we wanted to put you on Lupron. So Lupron is almost, it's basically, I don't even want to say almost, it's a chemo drug. Okay. And I'm just like, nah, I don't want to be on Lupron. I don't want to lose my hair. I don't want to go in early menopause. Let's, let's, let's do the surgery, see what it is, see what happens, and go from there. So basically, that's what happened. I had my surgery where they went in, removed the endometriosis. And it's crazy because I remember, like, the whole time of leading up to my surgery, I was scared. Mm-hmm. I was, like, I'm nervous. I'm, like, damn, I got to be on the 
other side. I got to be the fucking patient. And if this young lady, if Erica watches this, I greatly appreciate you as a friend because you were my nurse in the OR. So shout out. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Let's give it up one time for Erica. Yes, give it up for Erica because she um, was a friend and an amazing friend. She's an amazing nurse. Um, I actually watched her go through her whole being in nursing school and all that. I was there for a portion of it. And she was like, yo, this, this, is this who I think it is? So then when she woke in the room and pulled back the curtain, I was like, oh, my gosh, I, I feel like I can go to sleep. Wow. Better. And she held my hand. You know that was a coincidence, up. right? It was. It was. Because I was scared. No, I said, it wasn't. I, I said it wasn't coincidence. That, that I was think it was. It, it was. Uh, it was meant happen. to happen. It was meant to happen. So I'm just like, I went to sleep knowing that I got somebody in this room that I physically know and got my best interest. Don't get me wrong, my doctor and everything, but it's just a, a personal type of feel when you actually right. know somebody. So shout out right. to Erica. I probably told you thank you before, years before, but thank you again if you get to watch this. So okay. definitely, it's greatly appreciated, and you're doing amazing now. So that's what's yeah. up. So, okay, so the endometriosis. So you told me when we talked uh, previous uh, that you you pretty much figured out that it was what you were eating. Yeah, so, okay. yeah, basically what endometriosis is, sometimes you'll have flare-ups. That's, that's what we call okay. it. And flare-ups is basically like where you go through a period of time where you don't have pain, but you can eat something or something, you can do something. But mainly I think it's boiled down to what we're eating. So for me, I'm going to say for what I was eating, it would cause a flare-up where I would be in chronic pain all oh. over again. So, so when you say it was what you were eating, describe to the people pretty much what, what your lifestyle was like as far as like Yeah, I'm, I'm about to hurt a lot of fellas right now because they're going to be Don't like, hurt them. Don't hurt them. Don't hurt so them. So dairy, dairy was the number one factor, dairy mm-hmm. and gluten. My doctor sure. told me, she said, listen, I need you to physically stop eating dairy. I need you to stop eating foods that have gluten. I need you to go gluten-free. And I'm just like, oh, you want me to eat some cardboard? And she's like, I, I need you to physically stop doing these things. You know, way back when when I was in the process of getting healthy, when I knew something was going on with my body, my uh, doctor beforehand told me this. My trainer told me this. Uh, shout out to Brian Woodford. He was my trainer at the Edge Fitness Club. I had right. amazing results with him because I started to cut out dairy. I started to cut out red meat i started to cut out certain process you said you said that you Ooh. did that with brian brian woodford yes so hey, y'all out there go see brian woodford and we said edge what where are you at edge fitness club but edge even fitness. before then because like okay. my story is crazy so before brian woodford mm-hmm. has came fashion mickle fashion mickle was like the person that i reached out and i was like listen you got this fitness challenge going on on instagram I want to be a part of it. I need to get healthy. Like, I see you, like, tell me you on sleep. Right. Um, earlier we talked about being motivated. And then we can all say, hey, you know what? This motivates me. But we talked about being motivated versus actually being determined to do something. Yeah. Um, and that's a bit, it's, it's really, it's different. You know, it is. when you're motivated, it's like, okay, that's, that lasts for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> But but determination will ultimately see you to the end. Like determination is the shit. Yeah, it's I mean, like, determination is that guarantee on, you know what I mean, on your hard work, right? Definitely, um, definitely. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about it. 
So basically, I mean, for me, it's boiled down to discipline over motivation. I'm disciplined to do certain things. And that's how I've trained myself. Because don't get me wrong, you can sit on Instagram, you can sit on Pinterest, you can sit on Facebook and be trying to look for motivation to physically get up out the bed and do what you need to do. And this is just not even related to fitness. I'm going to relate this back to regular life, too. Because some people are in that state of mind, especially because right now with this whole virus situation, people are not motivated. Nobody's motivated to do nothing. But when you have a goal in mind, regardless of what's going on, you have to be disciplined. So Mm -hmm. for me, I was like, listen, I got to lose this weight. I got to get healthy if I want to feel better. It's going to be some shit that I don't want to do, but I got to do this shit to get the results that I want. And that's what it boiled down to. I mean, I remember there were days where I would wake up and I would look at my alarm clock and be like, fuck, yo, I don't feel like doing this shit. And it's like, what do you what do you do at that time? Right. So for so, me, what so, I used so to where do, did you gain where did you gain the space for that mental clarity? Like where did that come from? I didn't. I didn't. Right. So for me, I had to get a quote and put it on the side of my bed. And I would look at it when I didn't want to do something. And it was just a constant reminder. If I would do little stuff like to motivate me. I would buy an outfit and be like, dang, okay, I need to get in this outfit. So I would hang it up on the back of my closet door. When that alarm clock went off and I didn't want to get up, I'd be like, damn, you know what? Oh, yeah, let me get up because I got to get in this outfit. Mm-hmm. Or I got to, you know, I, I got to be able to, I brought myself some beats if I lose these next five to eight pounds, 10 pounds within this time frame, then then I can actually unbox these beats and use them. So I would do little stuff like that to help push me in the right direction. Right. I mean, it sounds crazy, but... No, no, no. That sound, that actually sounds very... Yeah. But to some people be like, they be like, you want me to do what? I'm like, you have to trick your brain. I mean, you gotta you just got... do pretty much what works for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you gotta... If that's what works for you, then I mean... You gotta unlearn and relearn, like, mm-hmm. everything. Everything we were taught, you got to unlearn it and relearn it. So, I mean, I always say I'm disciplined more than anything. I'm disciplined to eat a certain type of way. I don't even think twice about it anymore. I'm just, I'm disciplined versus motivated. Do do I want to eat bad stuff? Hell yeah. But I'm just disciplined. It's set in stone. It's probably in my my DNA right now to just eat the way I've been eating. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Okay. So let me ask you this: As far as like planning and stuff, uh, we always say, "Hey, you know what? We got this goal. We want to get here. You know, we got the end point, but all the little checkpoints in between, we haven't really got that down yet. So sometimes we lack a plan. That's what I'm trying to say. I yeah. know sometimes I do. So how did how important was planning for you? And what to tell the people like specifically? Uh, the extent you went as far as like planning, whether it was like meal prep, or like, hey, I'm a plan to meditate, I'm a plan at this time. I'm gonna do what was the extent of it? So, I mean, far as because I ain't getting some meditation until later on and like you know, all that good stuff, but okay, okay, far as like planning, I, yes, I meal prep. I had a plan, I stuck to it. Did I eat the same thing every day? Yeah, I ate the same thing every day because that's what worked. It, have my taste buds happy. Wait, what was you eating every day? Hold on. Man, listen. <laughs> Hold on. What you eating every day? Hold on, what's up? Back then, it was like Beans chicken, 
hot sauce, broccoli, smoothies. Oh. Like I, I had an apple every day at like twelve o'clock. Like it was the same religious thing. I had egg white muffins, and it's crazy because I used to tell uh, Brian, I used to be like, yo, but I don't got time at work when I'm on my way home. And he was just like, I don't care if you eat that shit cold driving home. I need you to get your calories in. And I was just like, you want me to do what? I was like, you crazy. He was like, no, if you ain't got time to warm it up, eat while you driving and eat it cold. I don't care as long as you get your your value, your uh, macros in, that's Mm -hmm. what I need you to do. And I used to be like, what? One day I was driving home from work, I was like, Brian is fucking crazy. But then I just started being disciplined to eat my food cold when I didn't have a microwave or whenever. Because I was that person, I would bring my meal prep with me mm-hmm. everywhere mm-hmm. I went. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I went out to eat, um, I'm planning to fail. Like, I'm going to look at the menu beforehand, mm-hmm. see what I can eat when I get mm-hmm. to wherever I'm going. I don't even pick up the menu. Like, yo, come here. This is what I need. This is what I want. No cheese, no nothing, no mm. bread. Boom. Stick to the plan. Right. So I was that person where, you know, social pressure. You'd be like, oh, everybody's going out to eat and drinking. And I'd be like, I don't want no menu. This is what I want. Cut and dry. Right. I would look at the menu beforehand. So I just dropped a major gym on y'all because a lot of people are afraid. Like, yo, if I'm in this healthy lifestyle, I can't go out. I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't participate in certain activities. Yeah, you can. You just got to figure out ahead of time what you need to do, what you need to eat, mm-hmm. what's going to fit your calorie intake and things like that so it doesn't knock you off of your regimen. Right, right. Yeah, so when you're eating healthier, you definitely have to plan a whole lot more. Um, I find, like, you know, when I was, you know, starting to get into this type of stuff, I found out <clears throat> that when I didn't plan, normally that was the time where I was, like, falling off and just, you know, mm-hmm. not into my plan and stuff like that, so... That's very important. Um, let's get this. Tell the people one of your, now we finna get devilish, okay? <laughs> we, <laughs> tell the tell people one of your guilty pleasures. Like what, what was one of the, oh, some of the hardest things for you to actually kick? But the hardest thing was to kick was pizza. Pizza, pizza, pizza was like the hardest thing to kick because Connecticut is known for like, so who, so who, was, who was you ordering the pizza from? Who got the best damn pizza oh, in man. Connecticut? Talk to me. Modern pizza. Modern pizza is like hands down. Modern Shout pizza out to Modern is like, pizza right now. <laughs> modern pizza is like the best pizza. And I'm even it's even crazy because when I go home, the last time I went home, I went to Modern Pizza, but I went to this other spot called Pizza House on House Street. You cheated on Modern I Pizza. I cheated. Hey. I, I cheated. I had both of them. I had both of them. Because they're both is so <laughs> many you got Frank, Frank Peppies, you got Sally, you got it's like we're known for good pizza. Okay. So, I mean, the last time I went home, I had pizza, but I was like, yo, let me get a small cheese pizza. Let me get all the vegetables. And right. they were like, yeah, I said all the vegetables, no cheese. My mama looked at me like, bitch, what you eating? <laughs> and then when it came to the table, she looking like, she was like, yo, that actually was good. I said, because I know it's good. Pass me the, the garlic powder over there. And she was just like, what? Yeah, so <laughs> I still eat pizza. I just right. don't do the dairy and the meat right. now. But back then, it was pizza and ice cream. I was like, yo, I can't. So that would that would be my cheat meal, at least pizza. Okay. I, couldn't, I couldn't live without the pizza. Okay. And how did you finally just do the chopping block on the pizza? I mean, so I started making pizza at home. Okay. I started making it, you know, with gluten-free uh, crust. Back right. then, I didn't even know nothing about cauliflower crust. 
mm-hmm. um, putting, you know, more and vegetables. And cauliflower crust is actually really, really good. It's good. It is really good. Yeah. It's the bomb.com. So it is. It is. Um, I'm with the cauliflower crust right now. I don't know about everything else. But cauliflower yeah. gang gang. Gang gang. Like for real. <laughs> So, look, before we get out of here, we got a couple more minutes left. I want you to actually get into telling people what you're doing. We see a button on your shirt, Miss Lady. Yes. It says the T Hustle. So, the T Hustle. You're a hustler. So, tell us what, I mean, what's your hustle? Yeah. So, basically, you know, Fashion Mickle, me and her have been rocking since forever. And she was like, yo, come take these products with me. And I was like, all right, cool. I didn't think twice about it. I was just like, yo, sis ain't never steered me down the wrong direction. I signed up that night, got my package, and I started with Total Life Changes. Um, shout out to Jack Fallon. Jack Fallon is the plug on making affordable products, quality products for the average American. And I can't even say American now because Total Life Changes is worldwide. Mm-hmm. So shout out to him. Um, and basically, it's a health and wellness company. We sell a plethora of products from vitamins, teas, proteins, down to female enhancement, male enhancement, soap, uh, activated charcoal toothpaste, which is amazing. Like, we sell some of everything. So I started with the company with her, and I was just taking the products. And I was like, yo, this is really, you know, helping me get back the weight I gained when I moved to Georgia. Mm -hmm. And the transformation was just, you know, the scale just kept going down because I started detoxing. So when I mean by detox, then by default, you lose weight when you detox because you're, you're pulling all those toxins out of your, uh, your colon, just everywhere. And then you start to detox on the cellular level. And then I was putting back good stuff in with our amazing liquid multivitamin called Nutriburst. So, you know, with those products, and I can get into more details about it, but yeah, TLC. So basically you're saying if I take people, some of these products... I'm going to be like, he, man. I ain't going to lie. When I don't have my Nutriburst, my liquid no, multivitamin. Hold up, hold up. Forget he, man. I'm trying to be like Black Panther. But I, I'm telling you, <laughs> some days, when I take it, I just be like, I be on the go. Especially, uh, what is it, NRG, Natural Royal Energy, man. Okay. Forget your energy drinks. Like, you need the NRG. It got five HTP in there. If y'all know what that is, Google it up, because that's like mental crack. Like, it just gives you that focus, like, zoned out type of feel. Like, you just be like, you know what? Yeah, yeah, I can extra over there. Don't nobody got time for that. Come on, let's do this work and get this get this done and over with. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what it does for you. The kids mm-hmm. be getting on your nerves. You cussing people out in traffic. You with uh, NRG, you don't even think twice about that. You be like, yo, all right, you cut me off, cool, whatever, let's. Come on, get over. Come on, get in this lane. Like it just right. it it mellows you down. <laughs> so and it gets you focused, but then you burn an extra three hundred calories. So it's just wow. like Yeah. Okay, okay. Wow, that's dope. That's dope. Okay, and let me ask you, where can the people tell the people how they can get in touch with you? We need to know how we can get in touch with you. And um, uh, make you can that get in touch with me with on Instagram. My Instagram is X X Credible K R E V I B L E. XX, or you can actually say that, way, find say me. that one more time because yo, yo, Instagram is confusing as hell. I tried to find you the other day, but I listen, didn't know how to find you, okay? But listen, it's crazy because when I tried to make my Instagram just credible, it was like taken. I was like, who the fuck took my name? So then I put the <laughs> XX up there, 
incredible. And I was just like, oh, we just gonna add another X, X, X at the end. But even now, like I was giving somebody my Instagram and they type in XXK and I pop right up and I was like, oh, look at that algorithm. I'm finally in it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's XX credible. K-R-E-V-I-B-L-E XX. Okay. So that's where you can see all my transformation pictures. You can see my endo journey. Shout out to Endo Black because I am an advocate for endometriosis. Endo Black is a community of women where we express about our endometriosis and we're just trying to create an environment for the average person that suffers from endometriosis, any type of uh, period pain, anything mm -hmm. related to female issues really quick, to create really, that really quick. before you before we get off the end of me to us really really quick because we got a couple minutes um i want you to talk to the fellas about say say maybe they have a woman that's kind of going through that right oh, man. and say let, let's say that <clears throat> let, <laughs> let's say her um let's say her libido is just not it's gone. It's done it's just it's, it's so talk, talk a little bit just real so real listen quick. to my fellas if you're woman is saying like listen i ain't feeling it right now this shit hurt please respect that mm. just please 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 respect it if she's on her period because you know motherfuckers is nasty don't don't try to be having sex don't be doing that. her period no, don't please do don't, don't do please. that don't do that but just really respect if she's like yo i'm in pain i ain't i ain't with the shits tonight right i'm just not i ain't with the other shit neither for you to get your shit off neither i'm just i'm, I'm not with the shit respect that because then it breaks down into a mental aspect of now I'm thinking about what is my spouse my boyfriend my partner doing because we not meeting each other's needs right now or rather I can't meet your needs because I'm fucked up mm -hmm. so respect that if you're not with the shit and with them having female problems just just say sis the trouble and let her know and be out her life so she can mm -hmm. get her life together Okay. There you have it. There you have it. Okay. Plain and simple. Just, <laughs> just, just, just let her know. Let her know. Yeah. All right. Well, look, we appreciate you being on the show. Um, is there anything else you want to say to the people before we get out of here? You know, um, we had a good time. We turned up a little bit. I'm, let me, I got to like, we got to like turn up just a little, little. Just a little bit. I mean, because it's, it's quarantine. Turn up. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Everybody know that was the gym. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, all right, we're gonna go ahead and get out of here, you guys. This is Gangster with my help. This is credible. You guys can check her out. X X X. No. X X. K R E V I B L E. I'm gonna let you say it. You say it because I'm gonna mess it up. Go ahead. It's X X K R E V I B L E X X. Just just leave the information in the drop box. Yeah, because right. I was gonna have y'all on some other side. Y'all was gonna yeah, be exactly. Y'all might not have been happy. <laughs> exactly, they might have been like, you know what? Shout out to Jay Allen. Right up. Real credible. Like. <laughs> All right, y'all. Look, this night, this is a great show. Thank you for being on. All right, gangster with my help. Peace and love, y'all. We out, gangster holistic. <laughs>